It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est moi, it's me, Simon Marcel. I'm laughing because in front of me there is this teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, that you can actually check my loyal teddy bear at therendezvousshow.com, my only companion, <laughs> I don't know how many weeks. So when I say it's me, I should say it's us, me and Mr. Lewis, the teddy bear. Anyway, uh, welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to get to your calls. We're going to hear your love stories. And let me invite you to also uh, send me at therendezvousshow.com in writing the love story of your parents, um, something, you know, grandparents. Why? Because I want to have the biggest library in the world of true love stories that has happened to all of us. So please reach out, therendezvousshow.com. If you have a great story in your family, I want to hear from it, and everybody should be able to read it. Time for your questions now, so I'm here to help you, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you feel a little neglected by your partner. What's going on? I do, yeah. So we are, my boyfriend and I are currently on lockdown and we're stuck inside our house together. Um, Uh And he has been able to work from home and he is constantly has like his headphones in and is doing work calls all the time, which is fine, but it feels like he's on call for work even more than he was before all of this like virus craziness. And so... Anytime I try and talk to him about anything, like even if it's just casual, he's always like, hey, I'm in the middle of a work thing or like he's going to another room. And I just feel so neglected and it's really hard. I understand that. Did you have a conversation about it? Kind of. I mentioned it and like brought it up a little bit. And he was just like, you know, I'm I'm, like working. It's not like I'm just like playing video games and ignoring you is what he said. Exactly. So what do you think is fair? What do you think would be a better compromise? Well, I wish that it was like what it used to be like, where when he got home from work, he was kind of done with work. It was just us time. So I kind of wish at like 6 p.m. he could be done. I see. Well, the thing is, this is such a crazy time, Mila, in terms of so many people lost their job. So I, I think that right now you have to kind of like improvise and accept things that are not normal because when you have a job, it's such right now an important and precious thing to have. I don't want him to not feel your support, right? So I understand you feel neglected, but because it's such a crazy time, almost like war, we have to be like warriors. And I would say the same to him if it was about you working. I would say right now, you can't ask for more because he's probably worried and he's probably making sure, like, you know, you can feed the family. So I just can't have you, you know, um, mess around with this. I guess I kind of expected you to say that I just needed someone else to tell me, like, just suck it up for a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, just just a little bit longer. I'm not telling you after the lockdown is finished that should, you know, then it should be a good talk and then you will see how things go back to normal. But right now, for right now, for as long as it is, I, I feel like the best for now is just to, be supportive, and, and it's not about I, it's about us. Okay. No, you're right, Simon. You're right. All right. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer tonight, but, you know, I just I want to protect you guys. No, that's why I love you, and I love your show. You're always honest and awesome. <laughs> I try. Thank you so much. Mila, be patient. Things will go back to normal soon, and then you can have a great conversation about it, but not until it's over. 
All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Simon. All right. Now, I just got to help Greg. He sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com, and he has a major, major problem. So his email and dilemma are coming up next on The Rendezvous. So I just got this email, and I think a lot of us at one point may have had the same situation. So Greg sent me the email at therendezvousshow.com and goes, Simon, I'm quarantining with my girlfriend, and she likes to sleep with three blankets and the heat on. So it's like a furnace over here. I wake up sweating and uncomfortable, and I don't know what to do because when I try to go sleep in the other room, she gets mad at me. What would you do in my situation? Oh, man. I've been in your situation, Greg. So let me tell you what to do if you and your partner do not have the same need when it comes to bedding, covers, and blankets. Next. Simple question for you, and maybe you've been there. Um, Greg just sent me that email saying that during the quarantining with his girlfriend, she likes to sleep with three blankets on, the heat on, and basically he is sweating and uncomfortable and doesn't know what to do because she doesn't like when he sleeps in the other room. What would you do if you were him? Well, here's what you do. You just separate the bed, the same bed, in two parts. You roll over the blanket on her side, and you have your own blanket separately, just one, right? So you don't have the full blanket on the whole bed and mattress. She has her level of blankets, you have yours, and everybody is happy. That's the way I resolve this issue for myself, so I hope it helps you. For the heat, compromise in the middle. Thanks for the email. You call the next. You want to share a personal love story with me? Please do so. Call the rendezvous line 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Juliette. Bonjour, Simon. I understand you want to share with me a very romantic story that happened to you. Yes. Um, so last weekend, my fiancé and I were scheduled to be married, but of course it was canceled. Yep. So um, I went over to his place, and we were both kind of feeling bummed out. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to make the best of it and have a romantic weekend anyway. Um, but what happened when I got to his place is he actually got down on one knee again and said, I can't wait another minute to marry wow. you. And will you marry me tonight? And I was like, of course. I mean, that, that wow. was the plan all along. But he had arranged... Yeah, it's like a minister to marry us, and he transformed his living room into a dance floor. We had our first dance to a John Legend song, um, and then we, wow. yeah, he ordered in our favorite restaurant, so we had our dinner. I mean, it was just the most romantic. How did that make you feel? This is so sweet. How did that make you feel? I felt just swept off my feet again. And he's just so good. I'm so happy I get to spend the rest of my life with him See? and that it gets to start now. It, so exactly. Listen, thank you for sharing that story tonight because in this crazy world we live in, Juliet, where if you look at the news, it's not, not that exciting. And I hear a story like yours and your life, like you said, start right now and you didn't wait and you went with it. That's what I'm talking about, living life today in the present to the fullest and not always wait for tomorrow. So thank you so much for this inspirational story, Juliet. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being a romantic and allowing me to share it. Thank you. I, I leave off those vibes of romance at night, and it <laughs> helps me also. So congratulations to both of you, and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon.
You know, I wonder if Juliet is the only one who would prefer to get married right away here and now and not wait for a big ceremony. Let's talk about living in the moment next. Say you guys are engaged and you had uh, a ceremony prepared for, let's say, you know, in April or May and, you know, even June and, you know, with all the social distancing, I mean, obviously, all those things, those big ceremonies will be delayed and, and pushed away. So it was very refreshing because I just spoke to my uh, last caller, Juliet, and they decided not to wait and got married right away. And I'm going to post that question for you to answer on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Would you prefer to get married right away, just the two of you, or wait for next year or the year after, whenever it's possible, you know, with social distancing, easing, and all that. What is more important to you? What do you think is more important? Live in the here and now or wait for your two to get married? Which one would you take? I'm going to tell you what I would do next. Question for you. So you guys are engaged and you were supposed to get married, let's say, this month of May, June, July, whenever. And you know, with everything we're going through, the social distancing and all that to be safe, obviously... A lot of uh, weddings will be cancelled or rescheduled. So my last caller, Juliet, said, you know, he said, let's do it now, let's get married, you know, and all that, right now here, in the house. I believe if it was me, I'm the same. I go for here and now. Let's stop waiting for later. Because think about this. We can always do another ceremony later, but if we feel like it, let's do both what we want. Let's enjoy the present. Carpe diem. Aimer la vie, joie de vivre, love life here and now. Love your partner here and now. Or if you have a question, call me here and now. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, don't be shy. All you got to do is call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Megan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Megan. So tell me what's going on with your boyfriend. How can I help you guys? Yeah, so my um, boyfriend's mom is just having a lot of anxiety, um, and it's kind of transferring onto him, and I'm just wondering how best to be supportive of him. Okay, so your boyfriend, so he feels like, and of course he's a good son, but so you feel you're not doing enough for him or for her? What What is your worry, really? Well, really, he's just like in another world of his own anxiety at this point. Like, he's just really, oh, really... He caught up in it's uh, like triggering him and his own stuff I think I see okay uh, well there's nothing you can do here's the thing you're not his shrink you're not the family yeah. therapist uh, that's not your role the girlfriend or the boyfriend the partner we are not each other's shrink we each other support we're not the shrink when there is anxiety it's like we need to go see a shrink because the professionals that really can help us with medicine, with therapy, conversations. So my advice to you is to take a step back and when he comes, becomes anxious, suggest therapy because he's going to okay. want to help himself. It's like yeah. uh, for the addicts. Okay, so no one can help an, an alcoholic or drug addict to stop drinking or using. They have to want to do that and go to AA and so on. So same thing. If somebody suffers major depression... You cannot take on the role and the duty to help them because, A, you don't know how, two, it's to be, it's like some doctors know how, and three, you've got to ask yourself also, if you suffer too much from that, why would I stay if my boyfriend doesn't take the necessary steps to improve? Why would I want to stay with somebody who doesn't want to evolve? Okay. Okay? Because life okay. is too short. 
If you feel your boyfriend is not taking the steps with a good shrink or a good doctor to help his chronic also anxiety, you're going to suffer and also get anxiety very soon. So my advice is stop the chain of anxiety. Somebody, and that's you, needs to say, guys need help, but I can't do it. Okay. All right, Megan, thank you so much for calling and good luck to you. Thank you. Just wondering, you know, have you ever been in a relationship where you end up playing shrink? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship where you end up playing shrink? And that means that, you know, you start the relationship, somebody's all unstable, they party too much, well, they have anxiety, and then little by little, you end up being shrink, meaning you spend more time comforting, listening, try to analyze what's going on, give advice that no one ever listens, by the way, too, because when somebody, like an addict or somebody who's anxious, they can't listen uh, unless you're a professional and they ask you for help. If somebody doesn't ask you for help and you play shrink in the relationship, A, you lose all the romance in between the two of you, and two, it never works. You know how I know this? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. Have you ever had to play shrink in a relationship you were in? I have. When I was like in my, you know, 20, 19. So I had a wonderful therapy, so I thought that I knew therapy and all this. So... If a girlfriend had anxiety or a problem, I'll try to find solutions psychologically. But I'm no shrink. You know, I, I have common sense and I've made a lot of mistakes, so I know about life a little bit. But I tried to, you know, keep my girlfriend happy, playing therapist. It never worked. Never. So I realized, as my shrink said, Simon, be the boyfriend, don't be the shrink. A shrink gets paid for his knowledge that he's learned in university and colleges and his experiences. A boyfriend doesn't get paid to be a boyfriend. He gets to share himself with somebody he loves. If you have to play shrink, the relationship is sinking. Don't play shrink. That doesn't work. Now, if you have a question, not for a shrink, but for somebody who has made a lot of mistakes and you don't want to make my mistakes, call me, 855-905-8255. I know it's late, but if you want to share a love story with me, it's never too late on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Darren. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand you have a romantic story you wanted to share with me tonight. Yeah, I, well, it has to do with a date night. And, um, you know, it's really important in my relationship. I mean, we, we're, we're very busy people normally. Um, we yep. have more time together now than we've ever had together. And it feels like we're really kind of getting to know each other um, even, even more now. And we always have Friday night date nights. And I got to be honest, like the last few days, you know, I have, have not been wearing anything but shorts, a tank top, this kind of thing around the house. She's keeping very casual, too. But for date night, we're still keeping it romantic for us on Fridays, which is we, we dress up. We do. Good. My, <laughs> my, my partner, she likes to, you know, use Instagram and Instagram stories. And we make sure that we, like, we pour a lovely drink that we either make ourselves, like a, a cocktail at home. You know, we have a bit of fruit. Plates. We have a bit of cut oh. cheese and the wine poured and yeah. candles and and no, we, we we it's extensive and so I'm not allowed to sit down until we take a picture just to recognize yes this is special <laughs> and yes she'll put it on her on her Instagram story so um and then yes of course I you know she wears a dress I wear a a, a tie even if it's a hot evening I still wear a a coat you know at least for the oh picture, wow I can take it off I can take it off <laughs> then, but yeah <laughs> yeah. 
This is romantic. I, I like that. How does that, how does that make it feel? Well, I mean, it just gives the most, moment to kind of slow down. I mean, lately, you know, we've been watching a lot of TV and movie together, but we don't really talk, you know. But this is like a moment where we get to be kind of still. We usually are al fresco, you know, where we're enjoying the we, – we've been fortunate to have good weather on Fridays, so we tend to be outside. Um, okay. Sitting outside in our fancy clothes, yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing. I like that. You know, dating at home is wonderful. Not letting yourself go. Keep the date special and, and not always be casual. That's key because – Casual plus proximity is, is anti-erotism. So I'm glad that you keep it uh, romantic and, and elegant. That's wonderful. Darren, thank you so much for sharing and have a good night. Uh, you as well. Thank you. I want to finish the show with a, a good question actually for you. Would you stay in a relationship with someone if they never wanted to get married? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Question for you. Would you stay in a relationship with someone if they did not want to get married? And I mean, if they never wanted to get married. So that's a question people have asked me because I've never been married. It's not my goal. Not against it. Um, I'm not going to have kids at my age. So uh, really, it's what matters is the relationship. And I like exclusive relationship, but I'm not big on the ceremony itself. So actually, I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here's what you said. 64% of you voted, yes, I would stay in a relationship with someone if we don't get married. I don't care. 36% of you said, no, I want marriage. So it's interesting because I honestly thought that it would be the reverse. 64% would want to get married. 36% would say, it's okay. Times are changing and people are more about the union and about the marriage, apparently. Interesting. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you to all the essential workers who make us safe and able to do my job at night. Thank you very much. Good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.